The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. You can also interact live here at GMix in West Des Moines, Valley Junction. The best, the best way to interact here at GMix is to come down for steak night and have a beer. And have a $3 beer. All beers $3 tonight in honor of the Iowa Hawkeyes playing at the top of the hour the next hour. 7 o'clock against number 24 Maryland. The number 21 Hawkeyes will go after uh, one of the few teams atop the standings ahead of Iowa right now. And so this is a big spot. I mean, if they lose, this kind of locks them into the into the sixth seed in the Big Ten tournament. If they win, they still have shot at four or five. But if they lose this, uh, not having the tiebreaker with Maryland, looking at Maryland's schedule, th- this will be tough for them. So it's a big, big spot. And uh, Iowa needs to play ostensibly better than they have since the <laughs> Michigan game, right? But we, we can get into that. I, I was thinking about this. In terms of, from what I remember, <laughs> Iowa didn't play that poorly on sa- on Saturday. I thought they played pretty well in a lot of different ways. Rutgers played pretty well. And Rutgers was at home. They had the crowd with them. Rutgers is a great rebounding team. They're, they they mauled Iowa. They pounded uh, pounded Iowa. They held. They pushed. They, and they got some calls here and there and, and so on and so forth. But Iowa played poorly against Northwestern, which is a completely different thing. So these two games against bad teams where you eked one out, the miracle shots, different feeling coming out of both of those. Well, and I'm going to say this. The um, miracle shot that Bohannon had is not a miracle. That is a play that Iowa has run. They ran the same play against yes. Indiana. That is a look that they get on a regular basis in Jordan has proven that he can make that shot. The one on Saturday was, um, that was a, a miracle seems like a strong word. You know, the good Lord walking on water is a miracle. A guy throwing in one from the baseline that happens to graze the backboard and swish, that's just an incredibly lucky play. It, it is more lucky than the closely guarded by Tyler Cook three-pointer that Rutgers hit to take the lead that bounced Twice and went in. That was what Al McGuire would have called a crier. Right. That was just what it, it made us do. Uh, we, I mean, for that it looked like on that last possession that Rutgers had, the Iowa had some pretty good defense going. And Right up it, until it, the switch where Tyler Tyler gave him just enough not, room. Not much, though. But, yeah, he just enough to just make en- that shot. Just enough to make the shot. So, at the end of the day, the Hawks have come out of the last uh, two basketball games. Winners. Absolutely. They got W's, and it's karma making up for the football season. I'm convinced of it. No, no, no. This this is literally, and I'm, I'm going to give Fran some credit here. This is a product of, of practice and repetition. You bring Connor in. He's got the best arm on the team. He does have, he is able to throw a ball he's with got, one He's got arm, a fine arm, no, yes. no trouble. Makes a, a reasonable pass. Um. In the eighth grade, I had to throw a pass like that. Last man that could do that for Iowa as a basketball player was Tom Grogan. Well, there you have it. Quarterback in the Rose Bowl as well in, uh, after Bo- Gordy Bohannon did. Uh, right. In the, anyway. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is yeah. I had to make a pass like that in the eighth grade. And basically, I just chucked it as high as I could to try and find our guy, which we did. But we were ahead. This was not to... I was basically win a game. I yeah. was basically stalling time. Yes. Not not trying to win a game. And and that play that they had designed with essentially throw it to Nicholas and let him find 
because Moss was open. Moss was open. Joe was open, sort of. Yes, and they and Jordan they were, was not. They were they were doubling Jordan, and doubling Bear, essentially. And right. One guy in the middle doing nothing, and so you. Well, had he two was very wide, tall. He had two wide open guys, Wieskamp being one of them, and Moss. And I it, the play was really more designed to go to Moss. It looked like right because. If if Bear catches that ball and just kind of flicks it to his right, Moss is going to get a, a one step up. Three. Val, Valparaiso yeah. essentially invented yes. this play. Yes, that was it. Was uh, a Valparaiso play? It was. Homer Drew was the coach. Bryce Drew was Drew was a shooter. Ole Miss was the team that they beat in the NCAA tournament. And it was a great pass. He fl- he threw it, hit Drew, running it, running into the shot, and it was it's NCAA lore. We will see it in four weeks. On the TV. Several times, uh, yes. As March March Madness, Mayhem, whatever you want to call it. Um, but literally, at this time of the year, it doesn't matter by how many you win. You just need to keep winning. You keep your momentum going. The Hawks have practiced these late-game situations, and they've executed. These are things we have not seen them do in the previous, frankly, eight years. What was it, 5-30 and 30 or some crazy number? Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, in uh, uh, under thirty seconds, uh, down uh, by a certain number of points. Less than that. Yeah, the, only get they only got shots off when they made shots. They only made shots in like five, in five out, out of, of thirty-one games. Right. So now, so now out. we are seven for thirty-three. Still a lousy percentage, but nevertheless, great, two in a row. Impro- great yeah. improvement. Two in a row, and and guys stepping up. Jordan with uh, there was a guy used to the. The uh, high school basketball tournament. <coughs> I think his name was Mark. He used to do a Frosty. Frosty Mitchell. Frosty Mitchell was the color guy. His last name started with Z, and he had he was like the heart of the devil, or or he had well, some. Frosty Mitchell was the one that had all the in the land of the giants, and he had and he, he had all that stuff. Anyway, but he he had some saying about a guy who could throw the dagger. And Jordan clearly has that in him. Joe said that's only the second or third time he's hit a, a buzzer beater, a yeah. game winner, and the other one was twenty seconds ago. But I can tell you this: Joe Wieskamp is a basketball player. He has shot a lot of baskets in his life, and and I told you this. You won't remember. Yes, yes, I will. Who who was the guy? He said he's the only guy I've ever seen bank one in like that. Nope, don't remember. Larry Bird. Larry Bird was the only guy who I ever saw, but Larry Bird probably meant to. It should be noted we had a very good time watching the basketball game the other day, however much of it we do or do not remember. I yes. remember a vast majority of the game. I remember the high fives. There was no hugging. No hugging. Which is good. No kissing. Also good. Um, but when the bill yeah. game, and I paid uh, 60% of it, you, you gave me the short arms. Hey. How about a little something for the effort? Did, did I? Because oh, I, have now, the, I have the receipts. I know, and I talked you into the extra 5 or $8 that you tipped her. <laughs> okay. Hey, at this point, it's all possible. It's all done. Those, all checks, those checks have been cashed. It's all possible. Yeah. So, uh, but your, your, your head's writing checks your body can't cash. Wait, that was the case on That's someone of Marty Terrell. Hey, we went to Bacon Fest for, what, four and a half hours before the game started? Give or take. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, big thanks to Bruce and George for getting yes, us the bacon. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. We had a good time down there. <laughs> I threw axes. I did not do it very well, but I did throw. You nearly cut your 
I, I was off. the only guy that did it so wrong that the guy that the the instructor went whoa whoa whoa. Well, whoa. that's because I think he thought you were going to fire him. For those who don't I, know how to throw, up, and I wound those up. who don't know how to throw an axe, <laughs> you keep that axe above your head with either two hands or one. And Ridge did a full blown around the by the leg and fired it. I don't I don't know who I was more worried for the people behind the the wood was, or the people behind the deal. There's a hundred. Not to mention my concern for you. Literally, I thought you were going to chop your pecker off. I didn't know if you were going to do that or not. It was horrible. There's a hundred people standing around watching, and I got the loudest. It was was nearly an Anchorman moment. (laughs) It was like, oh, no. Where they had the Anchorman fight with the guy It was literally a here, hold my beer moment, too, as I set my beer down and then Hold my beer, watch this. All right. So So, it should be noted that Ridge lost the event as an Iowa participant to the Iowa State guy. I, I did. He hit. Three, didn't he? Two. Uh, two. He had two, two out of three. three. Yeah, I you did. hit the board. I hit the board, yeah. None stuck. <sighs> Story of my life. Well, at least <laughs> none stuck in your leg either. Right, right. No blood was shed. No blood was shed. We went and watched the game, and it was fabulous. So back to this, uh, the one thing you would say, uh, you said that I think is, is really important because I, Iowa fans, I think, have bought into this right now, which is no matter what, we've got to forget about rankings We've got to forget for a little while about the net. You're and, going to forget about these. Things? I'm trying. I'm. We're gonna. So I'm going to get to what we are. Right here. I got, we're going to read it anyway. But my point is, these two victories did not help Iowa in any way, shape, or form in voting or or in the net because people are are give, not giving them credit for having won the games. It's almost as if they lost, and the net reflected that. You, but so let me ask you this: in the old RPI days, would the net reflect that? It, or, I mean, with the RPI. Yes, it would, have, it would have been the same. In fact, it would have been worse. So uh, so you had a close win against yeah, a team that uh, was, like, way below you. Thus, it doesn't it doesn't. Yes, it was worse. So much. This one uh, and the Northwestern one, that what hurt against Northwestern was a bad offensive efficiency team had a really good offensive efficiency. You had a bad def- defensive efficiency night against a bad offensive efficiency team. That was, this one. Yes. Again, Rutgers is a bad offensive efficiency team, but they're a terrific. They're 16th in the country in defensive efficiency, and you scored 70 points against them. They're also the best rebounding team in the Big Ten, and Iowa got to within two or one. I can't, I can't quite remember which, but they, they, they boarded right with them, which I thought, I thought the rebounding the last two games was maybe something that, that was a little <clears throat> uh, that left a little bit desired. So two things Iowa did very, very well. But my point is that Iowa in the net, what did we drop to? Okay, so we no, dropped. Thir- 28 or? Thir- or 28. 28. We, did, we, we were in the same spot, okay? We dropped a little in Ken Palm. We're 25. Uh, number 21 in the AP dropped two spots in the coaches' poll to number 19. My point is, tonight really is one of the few times left where Iowa can move up, right? And I said this last week. I, I, I think, unfortunately, Iowa is kind of where they're going to be, and a lot yes. of teams are. There's not a lot you can do short of running the table or losing all the rest of your games. It's going to change a lot of where you're sitting in this net thing. So, so now it's so got- if the Hawks were to run the table, so and and win the, we got five or six left. Six. Well, yeah. five after tonight. Yeah. So six games going into tonight. So if the Hawks were to run the table, so we we would beat a, a top twenty team in Maryland, a top twenty team on the road at Wisconsin. A good road win at Ohio State in a road win at Nebraska. 
with Illinois just won at Ohio State. So it, I mean, and Illinois is playing great, but I'm saying the Ohio State game becomes a less. It's becoming a less. Iowa, it's still I, a road. Right. A Iowa road. should win. Iowa State, has won four Big Ten road games. I know. When was the last time that I happened? I know. I, anyway, finish your thought. I know where you're going with this. Where does that set us up? So, Shouldn't you move up? So if if that were to happen and then Iowa goes into the Big Ten tournament, let's let's ostensibly then say. Then you would be a four seed as the, the Big four, Ten. As, as the, the four, four. Maybe the three. You get your double bye. No, probably the four. Probably the four. I think the only way you get the three is if Michigan or Michigan State sweeps the other one. Well, Michigan State just lost one of their, you know, their their giant guy. If you know for right. for the rest of the regular season at least, you know, I I, I know where you're going. So yes, you're probably going as a four. You get the double buy. Can you get I a mean, win? Does that get you to eighteen? Probably. That's about right. That's probably that's a, so. Let's think about that. That's about as high as you can go if you just won out. And didn't quite win the Big Ten championship. If you won out and got to, well, obviously you'd be in the quarters because that's, let's say you got out and you got to the semis of the Big Ten tournament. Might get you into 14, 15. I mean, the problem is that the teams ahead of you have to drop somehow. And because and, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a ranking, their own ranking is not based on what you do, right? Your points and your averages okay. are all based on you, right? So, 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 so regardless. At this point, I mean, I, I Which saw. Which is why it's not I a saw, great tool. It's I no saw a tool. thing with Bill Bender yesterday. He had the Hawks as a five seed, I, and Iowa State also as a five seed. I saw um, another, uh, what do you call it? You know, mock NCAA tournament where Iowa is a six, and I saw one that they had them at a four, and I don't even understand. There's, there's a dozen. There's. So there, I think it's bracket mix. Good, good lord! Bracket. You and I could put one together. Bra- yes, we could. We'd have them as a one. Well, well of course, because <laughs> because those losses didn't really happen. Well, none of that really matters. But I, I'm trying to remember that. I think it's one. That, there's one that composites like 48 of them. Yeah. Right, and Iowa was a six in that because there are actually like 10 of them that have them as an eight. And there's like four or five of them that have them as well, a four, I, and everybody's I, like five, they're, six. They're or way seven. better than an eight. Right. Well, eight is 32. Uh, seven is twenty-eight. Six is twenty-four. Right. So if you think of it that way, um, so, so so if you're a seven, you could be in Des Moines. If they had the two seven, they never do. Am I that. hearing the music? Yes, you are. They'd never do that to the two seed. They'd never put the two seed with a second round game. Oh, the sure team. they would if it was Duke. No, they, no, <laughs> they wouldn't. All right, much more of this talk when we come Enjoy back on the Hawkeye banter. Huddle, seventeen hundred, the jam. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And back here, back here on the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. 1700 The Champ of the world, the world, around the world, the world, around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Discussing all the Big Ten basketball on tonight. Penn State, Nebraska going right now. Purdue, Indiana a little bit later on. While, of course, no. Yeah, well, Hawkeyes take court. Purdue, Indiana currently going. Oh, currently going. Uh, Hawks take the uh, court here in a little bit less than an hour against number 24, Maryland. 49 minutes. 49 to be exact. Well. We should be exact. It's always good. 621. They start at 705, right? 210, 220, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Um, And what I was saying off the air is I watched Penn State uh, now out to a nine-point lead against Nebraska. I watched Penn State. As you were cursing off the air. (laughs) (laughs) As I was cursing. Um. You can say what you want about the fact that I 
beat Northwestern barely, and Northwestern's in the middle of a six-game losing streak, and Rutgers isn't the greatest basketball team of all time. But the fact of the matter is, this is the time of year when everybody hits a wall. Witness Michigan going to Penn State last week and losing to Penn State, which should not happen, and Michigan is still the best team in the Uh, Big Ten. uh, Unless you're, of course, uh, friends of Bruce and I, who looked at another really good friend of ours. And said that's going to happen. Who said... Michigan is going to kill Penn State, and Bruce and I literally at the same time looked at him and went. That's a bet. We got it. And went, why? That was our our well, question. Was why? Well, and plus the six, that's a winner. Yeah. But it's, it's a winner. I'm glad. I'm glad for you. But nobody really expected. Really expected Penn State. Bruce on even and money. I did. You said you were thinking you were gonna, you would have gone even money on you outright Penn State for that. I I think, I, think I think that I know people who My may have had they Penn had State one, plus one eighty five. What they had one Big Ten win at the point. It doesn't make any difference. You go on the road in conference that's, in February. That's my point. It's tough. That's my point. We're seeing this in a number of places where some of the teams are just they're running into a little bit of a wall. It's a grind. You play a big game and then you go to these other places and you have to grind through the other games. So I'm not going to get worried about the fact. I'm going to be happy with these two W's that they have and we're going to move into tonight. It's Indiana's ten to seven, halfway through the first half. Hawks have Indiana, by the way, on Friday night at eight fifteen p.m. in Carver Hawkeye Arena. How's the weather tonight. supposed to be for that? I don't one. know. They're giving a, they're 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 doing five dollar tickets tonight, free parking again over in Iowa City, trying to get people there because they're scared out of their mind about the snow. I, I totally would, understand. I'm I not would tell you there's right gonna now. be three dollar beers at G Bigs on Friday, but we're not doing that. Next yeah. Tuesday though, again. Um did did J Bo miss a free throw, a key free throw right at the end of that ball game? He did five he? for six so uh, it, against uh Northwestern. Okay. Uh, my I thought actually he may have been five or six yeah. against Rutgers, and they were yeah, like sure. one for seven. Yeah. Here's the thing that I thought was happening at the end of that game, and I, I think if I recall correctly, Iowa was looked like they were about ready to pull away, and just couldn't quite do it. I thought that they had done a nice job. Hawks were coming up, from behind. Right? They, were, they were up like fifty six to fifty two. VJ Otto, my good friend VJ Otto in the house. Good to see you up front. So they were ahead. They were they were up by four. Maybe got the ball. Started looking like we were gonna, but but couldn't quite get over the hump. And that was fine. Here's the other part of the resiliency of this team is when they couldn't get over the hump, it didn't ruin them. Right? They just kept they kept plugging away. They still had the lead, and it didn't. It never ruined them. I hope that what we've seen is that this team now. Remember the Michigan State game? What really happened in that game after they had the lead and they lost it was they panicked. Right, they started overplaying. Ab- no, absolutely overplaying things. Ab- to the ab- point, absolutely taking bad shots, Run- rushing take- shots, right. not not running your offense, and, and that's how you give up a forty to eleven run or whatever the it was. Right, something horrific. Uh, yeah, I did that. There was no cough button, and I just myself. You know. That's impressive. Anyway, anyway, I actually went to the doctor for my uh, cough button. Cough? Did he give you anything? <laughs> cough button? No, my, not yet. My point is, I I hope the really resiliency is what <laughs> continues with this team. Um, to where they don't get as flustered, they don't get as panicked. Here's the last thing I oh, need to do. They, to, they just, to, to that point, this is what I think has come out of this, these yeah. last two games. Confidence in late-game situations, understanding that people are now going to focus on Bohannon, perhaps now Wieskamp, so now we have to find the next guy. So when is the point, and this is what scares me a little bit, do you go down low? And throw one to Tyler. Do you go down low and throw one to Luca? 
Now they were not. You need a little more time than three seconds. They, they, they were not on the court. Iowa had uh, its best thrower and its four best three point shooters on the floor uh, Saturday night, and obviously it, it worked out for them. But the confidence that comes from being able to execute in those sorts of situations after you've practiced them. That's a hard play to make work with nobody on you. Even in practice. With, yes. I mean, nobody guarding you. Nobody yep. on you. Okay. We got two seconds or three seconds. This is what we're doing. Connor, you're throwing it. Nicholas, you're catching it. And you find one of these guys, and they do it ten times. And my guess is if they did it ten times and made it two. You'd be happy and walk away and go, all right, well, good job. Like, we're ready. Well, well, we'll be able to run that. At least we know we can run it. Right. Right. Then we throw the defense in. I I think, I hope, that this is exactly what's come out of these last couple of games, just like you said. And I think it bears well down the road. We'll see how it goes, obviously. But but th- this was a team that at times, particularly over the last couple of years, had we'd really gotten into this pattern where well, last year under five, you know, under six minutes to go in a game, they couldn't score. They couldn't make free throws. They couldn't do. And suddenly they're starting to deliver a little bit in those situations, and the things are continuing. That's what happens when you have teams that stay together. They grow. Jordan's a junior. Yeah. They, Ty, uh, Tyler Cook's a junior. Garza is now a, a sophomore who's probably played, what, 50 games or so as a Hawkeye. The only guy that is surprising in that, Isaiah Moss, is a red yeah. shirt junior. Been in the program. I mean, the experience is there. That hap- Look at Tennessee right now. They are a, uh, an experienced basketball team with a really, really good basketball coach, Rick Barnes. And they're, they're one of the top five teams in the country because of their experience and whatever. Iowa is starting to see the benefits of that. It's not in, just for the record, J-Bo and those guys, Cook babbled, dabbled. Yes. In the, Isaiah Moss suggested that he it, might be might interested. Be NBA, yeah. But those guys weren't ready, obviously, a year ago. Honestly, could you imagine if they stayed? It, it, it would be interesting. I, I, you only lose bear. I know. We're going to do women's basketball in the next segment. Let's get a no, little no, bit. No, no, why do we do it now? Because we're about ready to go to commercial. No, we're not. We got eight minutes. We got eight minutes? We got oh, tennis. I'm missing, the, I'm missing it. Okay, let's move over to women's basketball then. I thought we had one coming right up. Okay. Bluter's Bunch. They take care of Indy. Uh, Who did they take care of? Maryland. Illinois. Well, first of all, Illinois on Thursday night, 88-66. And then Maryland on Sunday, 86-73. They go to twenty-one and five, twelve and three, and first place all alone. In the, well, tied in the Big Ten with Maryland, but they got the tiebreaker, so they're in first place, number 10, 10. in the country. Broke into the top ten this week. First Did time you watch? since two thousand seven. Did you watch on Sunday? No. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I no. You asked me a question. I, I answered. I did. I did not. Of course I did. Right, but I didn't watch. I didn't sit down and watch the whole thing. I watched most of it here and there. And it's my and, understanding that maybe Megan Gustafson won the Big Ten. Player of the week. She, she won the Big Ten Player of the Week. Uh, why don't they just call it, it after this season the Megan Gustafson twelfth Big Ten twelfth twelfth twelve this year twenty last year. year. Uh, well, that would be eleven last year, so she did twenty one total. <laughs> twenty three, twenty three. Sorry, twenty three. And she had, <clears throat> and so here's the, and she had thirty one and seventeen against Maryland. Twenty four of them in the second half. So they were they they had a first half where they played well, but they were tied. 
Uh, and then in the second, it was the third quarter where she really came out and dominated, and they could not stop her. I mean, it's the speed with which she shoots, and then she doesn't miss. I mean, she just she just got this quick. Just she's unbelievable. shooting seventy percent from the field. And then she's if top, you and I went to the driveway, oh, if it was clear and there was no breeze, we wouldn't make seventy percent. Nope. And then we'd she's be lucky we named, made seventy percent doing layups. It's the Naismith, the Naismith, Naismith, Naismith. The Naismith uh, Defensive Player of the Year. She's now been named a finalist in the top ten for Defensive Player of the Year as well. Blocks and seals? Uh, I don't know. All I'm saying is she's a good defensive ball player. She's <laughs> Charges taken. <clears throat> she's the leading scorer in the country. She's one of the leading rebounders in the country, and now she's uh, obviously one of the better defenders. I was but really glad that uh, uh, yeah, uh, NCAA Women's Basketball Found out, hey, there's a new star. Yeah, a new rising star. Rising star, star Megan yeah, yeah. Gustafson. I'll tell you what, she will not win the NCAA, the, the National Women's Player of the Year, which is a crime. At the, but well, if she's, she's not first-team All-American, we'll, consensus. How you cannot be, I don't know. But we'll see. But the, the national media. And I don't know if I was ever retired of women's basketball players' jersey. I don't think they have. I think they should. Well, greatest of all time, not even close. Right, it's not even close. Now let's give some credit where credit is due. This this win the other day, she played great, but the rest of the team played really, really well too. Particularly when Maryland made a charge twice in the second half. Tonight, Davis knocked down a couple of threes. Uh, you had a, several other players having uh, her back. Kathleen is, Doyle is a huge uh, difference maker for the Hawks. Finally, not. Ha- yeah, she injured the last couple of years. That's us knocking on wood, <clears throat> right? Uh, it's a huge difference, and. We've talked about this before with the difference at the at the the level that you have to be to be a top ten women's basketball team versus a top twenty, right? Those top eight to ten teams are head and shoulders better, right? And they're in that competition right now because Maryland is that good. Yes. And Iowa is now that good. Could Maryland, they... Maryland has been won a national title, been to final yes. fours. Yes. With uh, with Brenda Fries of Cedar from Cedar Rapids. Cedar By the way, Rapids, it was Cedar Rapids versus Marion on the See what happens. Washington versus Linmar on the uh, the the girls' coaching uh, women's coaching bench. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, when did Lisa Bluter graduate? Is she my age? She, uh, no, she's younger than me. I didn't know her. Really? So she had to be a couple years younger. Just because she wouldn't go out I with think, you doesn't make her younger think, than you. Well, maybe she might have been there, but I don't. I never can. I. That's true. Just because I, I tried. I tried. I thought that was funny. I tried. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing in here. They are at Indiana Thursday on BTN. They are at Nebraska on Monday on BTN, 7 p.m. and 7.30. So you get to watch, and I believe uh, Senior Night against Northwestern is on BTN in a couple weeks. At all. Uh, so Iowa on uh, Big Ten Network for the women's team for the next three games, and then they're done. So they've only got to beat three pretty Three three games for which they uh, which they should will, easily will, win will right. be favored right if they win those three they will get the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament that would be and be amazing. the Big Ten re, uh, regular season champions and it would be That'd absolutely be amazing. amazing and totally deserved uh, based on the way that they have played this year uh, going in at, at twelve and three right now hopefully ended up at fifteen and three and uh, we'll see how they do is the Big Ten women's tournament in Chicago just like the men's or they it is yep. right? All right I have you, no you idea have no idea. You do not know. Uh, it could be in, I don't know. Rick Eller's team started out the season uh, on, on a good note. Actually, 
Lost the first game down in Florida to George Mason, seven to two. Came back with two nice wins, beating Pittsburgh ten to one and Marshall ten to nothing uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, on Saturday, Jack Dreyer here from Johnston, ten Ks, uh, went five innings, shut down Pittsburgh. They got the ten hits and uh, ten runs, and then Grant Judkins, uh, six innings, no hits, eleven strikeouts. NCAA Player of the Week, Play, right? Not only Big Ten Player of the Week, but NCAA, NCAA player, player of the Week. Baseball yes. player of the week. So Iowa, um, they had uh, they uh, had ten strikeouts in uh, for the opponents in each game. Each each game, even the game they lost, they struck out ten. That's you know, thirty strikeouts. I was, and they had follow- I was against, following uh, that game against George Mason on the Twitter, and uh, it seemed like things were going all right. And then we had, we brought in one pitcher. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Walked a few guys, as you know, my baseball. Mantra: Never walk guys because they always score, and that clearly happened. But regardless, good start, two and one, down at Kissimmee, Florida. Yep, home of the Gator Park. Chris uh, Whelan had uh, three doubles in that game against Marshall too, so that's a Hawkeye record. And uh, Tanner Paget with uh, five five out of eleven for the weekend, so that's the leading hitter for the Hawks. They go now, and they fly overseas to well. Where are they Halfway going? across, they're going to Hawaii. They're going to Honolulu. They got four with with Hawaii this week. Friday, a, Saturday, Sunday. That's a rough gig. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the the, the travel affects them. And it's and not going to affect them. But at all. the other thing is, they're you freaking college because they're used to not yeah. sleeping. Here's here's what's really good is if your back end, if your Saturday Sunday guys are that your Saturday Sunday pitching duo Jack is that Dreyer. solid. Now what you do on the front end. I saw Jack Dreyer yeah, when he was five years awesome. old. The kid had a hose. Yeah, I had no well, idea it was yeah, going this far. Yeah, no clue whatsoever. So anyway, two and, and one. And son the Matthew, the only two five-year-olds I ever saw play catch legitimately from one base to another. That, a- Andrew could would, be. would have been there. Andrew he, he been. They could have done it. Andrew, Andrew could have had a three-way work. Right. Yeah. Andrew could throw, too. When they if were little. catch. I, I'm, I, you know that is i mean i'm sitting there with my grandson the other day and i'm thinking to myself this self. is not self this is not matthew and andrew right. because he's four this you know logan's four and and he's actually okay he just our boys were literally playing catch at four playing hot box L- i mean you legitimate. Know, playing legitimate pepper at right. four right and uh, it was just a different thing just, they were different kids, right? He's well, we running had, around. They, we had, they had big brothers and that. Yeah, made, it's made true. And we had different neighborhood. Uh, real real quick before we get to our commercial. Wrestling, they finished out the Big Ten re- regular season, 37-9 to and 35-2. to Indiana and Wisconsin, uh, that puts them 14-0. I know they win the Big Ten regular season championship tied with Penn State. I have a huge quick story on this. So uh, for those that don't know, Alex Marinelli, is engaged to Eli Stickles' twin sister. Eli Stickles died on his way home from the engagement party. He was a wrestler at Wisconsin. Last week they honored him at Wisconsin before the and they had a believe B E L I Eli. And after the match where uh, Marinelli won, knelt down on the mat, kissed the mat in honor of his. Uh, unfortunately, deceased, soon-to-be brother-in-law. Touching. It was actually literally touching. And the story about it, go to uh, just Hawkeye Central or someplace like that and look it up and read about it. It's really it's really too bad because Eli and Alex became friends because of wrestling. He met his future wife, 
who was Eli's twin sister. Because of that. Because of wrestling. wrestling and they just, uh, Eli happened to wrestle at Wisconsin for Barry Davis and obviously Alex here at Iowa. Both Ohio kids. Hawks finish up the year at Oklahoma State this Sunday, 2 p.m., no TV. Uh, well, I guess we'll and watch it on, on the, the Big Twitter. Tens. That's right. All right, welcome back. Uh, finish you up with uh, some more Hawkeye men's basketball talk. Get ready for Maryland top of the hour. Back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Jam. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Jam. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. here at T-Migs in uh, Valley Junction, West Des Moines. Nice crowd filling in. Filling in. Getting ready to watch Iowa play Maryland here at 7 o'clock. Top of the hour. Come on in. Steak night as usual on Tuesday night. Baked potatoes tonight. Go with that steak. Let's thank our great sponsors. Our clothiers over here. <laughs> Lango Woods Clothier. Lango Woods Clothier. Tony uh, might be in later to watch the Iowa State game. That's a good. Pat, I'm certain, will watch the Hawkeyes. Who's Iowa State got tonight? Baylor. Okay. Ten and a half. Anybody who lays that is absolutely uh, too big a fan. They may win by 16, and if they do, God bless them. But, but ten and a half. Wow. A lot. Yeah, okay. Ten and a half. Right. That's tough. Uh, let's see. We got, we got Brucey and George here at G-Mix, of course. Absolutely. So our great friend uh, Kaz had uh, breakfast with him on Sunday. Did you? Kozlowski Law. And, of course, uh, Temple to Rye Guys, and we're great great and glad to see Keith at Bacon Fest on uh, Saturday. Uh, always good to see. That right. was before things went off the rails, so I remember right. that. And we only really had uh, what, one Temple to Rye drink, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. One. One. Yes. Then we had a foundry drink. We had the foundry, Fireball too. issue. Yeah. That kind of went. Two of those. I mean, I, well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe just one. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be. She can't really recount anymore. I, like I said, it was there, the, it was the bucket, the five bucket, uh, the beer of. It should be noted that anybody, that anybody who's listening to us right now should know this. If you count your drinks, you're an amateur. And we don't crying out loud right. when Sunday morning comes around. You see Cat over here at this table, and she's having a bloody mary. You sit down. You have a damn bloody mary. You don't yourself. count. You don't count. That's right. You have one. All right. So. Six games left. Tonight starts the, the, the run to the end of the, of the season. So somebody asked me who was the stud for Maryland guard, NBA guy, highlighted hair. Highlighted hair? Played last year. I can't Mello remember. Trimble? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, Thank you. Trimble was the answer to that trivia question. They, Maryland has surprised me a little bit, although they probably shouldn't. They're very young, aren't they? They're they're young, but they've got a couple guys who've been in the program for a couple years, and they're they're strong. Of course, Fernando Rodney is just – this will be an interesting thing to see what Luca Garza, who has not played – he's not been out out of this world since the Michigan game, right? Mm -hmm. But when teams try to over-physical him and Tyler Cook at the same time, I I think what teams need to do is pick on one or the other. And when they try to do both, I think both are okay. So we're going to well, see how that goes tonight. Maryland's and, and what typically happens is they get in foul trouble, and then the yes. Hawks get to the line, and they, right. they got to make your free throws. Key to this game is making your free throws in the first half, staying close, 
Hopefully there's a decent crowd at Carver, although, you know, the great snowstorm. Of it's not here yet. It's Fe- coming, but February it's February 19th here yet. is yeah. still not here. I believe it's coming. I've, I know how to read radar. I am an Iowan. I know how to do weather. February 19th. I just realized, as if I'm far enough removed, it's my ex-wife's birthday. Well, there you go. I'm happy, far enough removed. It's been, it's happy been six birthday, years. Happy Alex. I, right. I, I had forgotten completely. That's. I hope you I'm go to Giordano's tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was thinking more about Andrew. Uh, he's headed over there. He had, he had lab until 6, so he's getting picked up and head, headed over there. He was worried he wasn't going to get a good seat. He hates getting there late because the students are showing up early these days good, good to get for good him. seats. So that's cool. They do expect a good crowd over there. I think they and I think they'll they'll be fine because the snow's going to stay away for just a little while longer. I they I'm might hoping, leave early. They, well, they do do that. <laughs> they do head up to the exits early. Now I do understand some of that in terms of they go up and stand at the top. They're just trying to get out because the traffic situation there is so awful. I, it's wrong. I don't do it. Of course, I don't leave. We can be behind by 30 points in a football game, and I'm not leaving, right? Or you know ahead this. by 30 points. Or ahead by 30 points, and I'm not leaving. I will leave. If we're ahead by 30, I will go back to the tailgate. I will turn on the car. I'll listen to Gary and Eddie for football. I've been at a basketball game a couple of years, so I can't speak it's, to that. At, I, I, just, I would never leave a basketball game. I just, to me, I paid to go. I, I, I'm a fan of the team. Well, every it's not min- like you're paying by the minute. Well, every minute that they're playing <laughs> is, a, is a minute I'd rather be watching them than doing whatever else I can do at any other time of the year. You anyway, mean like walking? Like walking. <laughs> or or drinking, right? Well, yeah. Uh, either way. That's, I, what, so, that's why we make up for that so, after the game. So to me, th- this game... There's all kinds of different ways, obviously, it can go. I agree with you. I think it comes down to your free throw shooting. And in Iowa's case, keeping up the rebounding and the intensity that they played with. Uh, I thought they played pretty well with against Rutgers, but that they played with in the games against Indiana and Michigan. Northwestern, there just wasn't enough intensity. It's It's got to be an intensity that they've got, and it's not frantic. It's not desperate. It's just intense from the start to the finish. Well, you and, do that, and, you win. And hopefully the, the home crowd uh, brings some of that. I, th- I believe I read a stat that Mark Turgeon at Maryland is something like 1-24 in 24 against ranked teams. No. 0-19. Oh, 0-19. I beg the know, question. You know why I didn't want to say that? Yes. Somebody sooner or later has to be the first team to lose to them. Perhaps. I was not going to verbalize it, but since you did. But let me give you the other um, reason why I think why I think and let's just call this our Templeton Rye last call, even if it's the last even if six we've got minutes. Six minutes left, we'll do this for their Temple Templeton Rye last call. Is that Barstool Sports has their uh, nightly I don't know, what are they call it the pick'em where Big Cat and Dave Portney, the stool president, come online and they give their gambling picks. So the Big Cat's been a little on a little bit of a roll, and he's got Maryland tonight. And he's saying, let down, let down, let down. And I'm saying, let down. Let downs are when you win a big game at home, and then you go on the road to play yeah. Nebraska, or you go on the road to play Penn State. They're not when you come home from an improbable miracle, using that term, and, and win. It, Followed following a second last second shot win, and you come back home. We have the energy at home. 
This is why I disagree yeah. completely yep. Yep. with his premise. Iowa has not had a, a, an emotionally charged game since Michigan. Since Michigan, right? This is this this is you can't have a letdown three three games later. I agree. They have not. The crowd will be there. They're going to be into this. This is a big one. The only the only thing I worry about is them starting to ascribe, and this is some teams do this, starting to ascribe too much importance to one game. And when you do that, you stand a chance of doing what they did against Michigan State, which is they ascribed so much importance to that. They wanted it so badly that when it started to go off the rails, they panicked, right? Oh, see, don't I, do that. I, I, don't I, do that. I, I don't see them having that tonight because I don't see Maryland being that kind of team. Now you watch. Maryland get up 18 in the first half. It'll be 34-16. We'll be looking at each other going, are you freaking kidding yeah. me? But I don't think that's going to happen. And I think Iowa, I think Iowa's, I think they're on a roll. I think I think that in the home gym, teams shoot four to five percent better at home than they do on the road. That's an eight percent difference if, if it's the same for Maryland, and I know it is because they're on the road. They're horrible. What they score against Michigan, fifty-two. They struggled. Yeah, and and Iowa, Michigan is an incredibly difficult team to play at home. Everybody struggles there. All I'm saying is this: I believe that Iowa has an extraordinary in not only winning this game, but winning it fairly easily. And I, by easy, I mean we don't need late game heroics. I, I'm talking six, eight, six, seven, eight, something like that, something in that seventy-five, sixty-eight range. I, I think that's how, the, and I, I think that's the only way they do win this game. I think if they have to play from behind again, they may finally get bit. Um, I, but I think if if they can get themselves a little bit of a lead, you're right. I think Iowa wins it wins it going away too. I do too. And, and just because I I, I believe I've, Maryland's good, I just don't think they're great. No, they're really good. They're really good. I just don't think they're great. We'll see how they you know. So's Iowa. Right. This if is this the... game's in College Park, probably differently. But that's the part. Yeah, I really believe. You're right. I, I think at this point you have to say, I don't care how you want them. You've won 20 games. You're 20 and five. You're pretty good. And You've won 80% of your freaking basketball right. games. And you're, you're really good. And you're doing it. You're probably one of the top 20 teams, if if not better than that. But you're certainly, I think you're one of the top 20 teams in the basketball, in the in the country, in basketball. You're hot. Yeah. You're making shots. You're making plays that matter in basketball games. And basketball games are not always one like Duke. <laughs> I mean, certainly Duke is Duke. Duke is Duke. They're on TV. More than leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Penn State, forty-four to twenty-five against Nebraska at home. Wow. Tim Miles, I hope your house is on the market, in Lincoln. I'm sure it's nice. It'll sell it. Yeah. Call Fred Weiberg. It's my understanding he might be interested. Purdue and Indiana, twenty to twenty, as they go to halftime. By the way, there we go. So, I I like uh, I like Indiana there tonight too. Well, it's a little late. You can't unless no, you want to I, bet the halftime. No, I'm not. I don't bet. I'm just saying. I like Indiana <laughs> there too. Um, but, but what, what do you think about then? So let's say you win. Yeah. Any any nervousness, especially if Indiana wins this? Any nervousness coming back? No, because Indiana it's at home? at home. This is where the Hawks have to establish that home court matters. I know you have them. to, but are you nervous about? There's your letdown game. Right? Home court matters. If home court matters, and let's say Indiana's, Indiana's, the best thing for Iowa would be Indiana winning tonight. Just like they won at Michigan State, got really confident, and then kind of 
came in, didn't play as well. Absolutely, that would be the best thing in the world yeah, for the it, Hawks. It, right. In terms, in terms of a mental situation. Right. Keeps the Hawks focused on the fact that Indiana might be pretty good. Uh, it would change things quite a bit, I think. I, that worries me. So I was going to say. A letdown on Friday night. I don't think it'll happen, but if Iowa wins this one against Maryland, expect expect a little more of a struggle against Indiana. If they lose this one against Maryland, they're just going to pound, piss pound Indiana on Friday I, night. I I think this Iowa team is special. I think they have an opportunity to do something special. I think they win tonight by seven. Win win Friday by eight or nine. Twenty two and five going into next week. Going into next week. We're sitting here next week at twenty two and five. I like That's it. my Tim Ryan last call. We'll have Tom Kager back next week as well. We'll be back. Uh, well, we'll talk to you then. Next Tuesday night right here, 6 o'clock, 17 under the champ with the Hawkeye Huddle.